Is this a party or what? This the big bad sound. Take it out. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, Wega Link. Thank you to everyone that has shared and listened to our podcast so far, and we appreciate all the feedback and encouragement. We're happy to see you enjoyed the first episodes of season two, and we're excited to bring you part two after a short break. Yes, on today's episode, we're reflecting on 2021, taking a look back at the highs and lows of the last year and what we're looking forward to in 2022. Today, we're also joined by Pedashe Bethel. Hi, Pedashe. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself to the audience? Yes. Hi. How are you guys? Um, so I am Parashe Bethel. I am an attorney and the founder and director of a nonprofit organization called the Power Passion Purpose Project, which hosts seminars and tutors and mentors young girls throughout the Bahamas. And hopefully we'll be expanding this year, too. So that's cool. Um, I am a dog mom of three. I have a pit bull and two dogmans. And... I yeah I think that's really just me in a nutshell really I try to be a little creative and do some things from time to time but um unfortunately my life as an attorney is um a little demanding so (laughs) (laughs) my creativity doesn't always get to pop up but when it does it's good so yeah Perfect. Well, welcome to Week of Link. It's lovely to have you. Every episode we do like a Bahamian business highlight. Today <laughs> we want to highlight the P3 project. So I guess you did tell us a bit about like what it is, but what was your inspiration for starting it? It's kind of twofold because it's like the brainchild of two organizations that were really important to me. One was an out of school um, summer camp thing I guess they also do things on the weekend too so but it's called Focus and it's run by the Life for Key Foundation and they would up well their applicants were specifically from public schools in the northwestern district of Nassau and they would do like project-based learning and all this really cool stuff and I worked there as an art teacher for like three summers when I was in university so that's one and then the second one was this summer camp that I used to go to run by the Miss Universe organization where the current title holders were like also the mentors there and that was quite cool because that was more based just female related and you got to learn I guess everything you kind of need to function as a woman so everything from like self-development workshops to self-defense workshops all and all the in-between so that was really cool and so, yeah, I kind of just merged the two of those ideas and, and I tweaked it based on the pandemic process when we started. So first it was just like holy webinars and summits that way. But as we slowly, progressively, hopefully leave this pandemic in 2022, um, it's really important for us to kind of branch out and make sure that we have more in-person seminars too. So. Yeah, and you two are obviously mentors for the program from day one. (laughs) So um, you you two could probably speak from your perspective as well about like what you think it has to offer and why you were interested in being a part of it. Yeah, I mean, P3 is like such a good opportunity to connect with other women, even though I'm not a protege, because obviously it's a group of very talented women and like 
all sorts of fields, get to meet so many new people, um, so many like life lessons that are for the protégés, but I was also like taking away a lot of stuff and like the summits. And it's also yeah. really nice to like have the one-on-one -on -one mentorship and like get to know somebody um, and like be that person for them, like a mentor or someone to like help them if they have problems and stuff like that. So yeah, it's been really good. Love being a mentor. I wish I had something like this, honestly, when I was in high school, probably would have been yeah. very helpful. I think you highlighted a really good point too, right? Because because we connect with so many different women, you can then use them for your own personal like projects just to get advice. And because they know that they met you in like what I'm going to call a safe space, they're more than happy to assist. Like you don't feel like you're bugging anybody because you've already kind of formed that relationship. And I think that was really important to for me to ensure that that happened with the mentors and the protégés. So I've kind of seen that happen and I've kind of seen where you have mentors who may be a part of other nonprofit organizations or forming small businesses and then they will then collab with some of the people that we've had here for P3. So yeah, I like that part too. I really like, um, like talk with my mentee also. And I think... We have a good relationship. I agree. It's nice to be that for somebody because I think we didn't have anything like that in high school. And yeah, it's, it's nice like to, I think like, the closest thing, the closest thing to it was probably like brownies in primary yeah. school. And then like yeah. once you once you get to high school, it kind of just like leave you on your own to fend for yourself. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I never made it out of the sunflowers, so I cannot speak to that. Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I was not interested I was like oh girl that brown dress is not for me <laughs> okay I was like anyway <laughs> that and the shoes I was like mm. <laughs> and I was fat too so I was like okay y'all ain't a lot for me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and I'm looking forward to like also meeting everybody because I haven't been able to go to any of the in-person events so far. So I'm hoping that this year things work out and yeah, like, we can do things. Same. Situation. I hope so too. One of the things that I am going to try to do is like a personal project this year is try to expand the workshops to the family islands because I think that's really important. Um, mm -hmm. whether or not that means like each time we have to take a P3 team or whether or not it means that we're collabing with people our age in the family islands then I mean I don't know yet and I'm sure I guess it depends on the family island and that will go from place to place but I think that's super important too um, and that's something that I found after I did the pageant a lot of people like I had people reach out to me from Grand Bahama, Cat Island, Andres and they were like well can you like do you do things here? Like, what's the deal? So I think I'm going to really try to get that on the ground. Cool. Well, yeah. everyone, make sure you follow um, Power Passion Purpose Project on Instagram and P3 Bahamas so you can stay up to date on the new year and what the organization has planned. Well, thank you, Padre, for sharing about P3. I hope everyone follows and... We have a great year of, um, you know, mentorship and community. So we wanted to start this episode off by reflecting on the highs and lows of 2021. So I guess I can share one of mine first. Um, yes. Definitely one of my highs for 2021 was my study abroad program in Ghana. 
yeah i saw photos of that yes that was very iconic yeah i feel like i achieved a lot of personal growth um during my time i met a lot of great people um it felt really nice to not to be not to be cliche but visiting certain like historical sites and stuff was honestly very like moving and like I don't know it was a lot like mentally and emotionally to like think about and stuff but also just um I don't know made me very like grateful for you know family history and like perseverance and that kind of thing um and my culture and stuff and it was very interesting to see how similar like Ghana is to home and the food and everything and it was just nice to not be in America so did you go to the um did you go to the harbor where kind of like the slave trade Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah? yeah we went to like we went to both of the like major like slave castles and oh, wow. both, each of them has like what they call the door of no return and yeah it's like just surreal and then we did the whole walk and you have to like crouch down into this little door and just imagining that hundreds of thousands of people walk through this door and one of them could very well be your ancestor it's just it was, yeah. it's like very yeah crazy. yeah wow. so that was like surreal but yeah that's one of my highs that sounds amazing. amazing. I mean, not the slavery, but but I mean, <laughs> not that part. <laughs> not, not that part. Let me be very clear. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, my high is probably moving in. Uh, to me and next condo. That was hey. like. Yeah. Also, congrats like, are in order. Like, yeah. Congrats, queen. She's engaged. She's a fiance. Period. <laughs> Yeah, and now Shalene will never be able to get rid of me. It's amazing. <laughs> we won. We won, team. We won. Capricorns are running the family. Hey! <laughs> so, yeah, like, that That was really cool because the place that we moved to was someplace that I was looking at and, like, stalking basically all of last year. And for a very long time, I was just like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if we can afford this. Does this really make sense? And we're renting first. And a lot of like the Bahamian, I guess, mentality is like, why are you paying somebody else's mortgage? Which I don't really think like in the current climate, I don't think that that's something that you should really be sticking to. Because first of all, the market is trash. And, you know, like for me if I was going to move I was like okay make sure it's to a place where like you will be proud and happy to come home every single day and that's what I got so very happy oh, today yeah. <laughs> and what about um, you my high is definitely like starting yoga so the beginning of the year I was like okay I'm going to do yoga for the entire month of January and like after that I'm going to try and do it every day. And I actually did um, pretty much every day. Like I would obviously take rest days when I just like didn't, couldn't be bothered or just didn't feel like it. Um, but yeah, like being able to keep up with that every day, like showing up to my mat and just being like, this is for me was so grounding and like having, I love routine. So having that routine, like sometimes at a certain point I was doing it at like 1 PM every day. So like 1 PM, my alarm would go off. I'd go to yoga for like 30 minutes, an hour. And like, that was just time for me. 
I think that was the best part is like saying that I was going to do something for myself and then actually doing it instead of just being like yeah. oh yeah I'll do that and then like blah 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 so it was like kind of good to like actually keep a promise to myself um and also like set like um an exercise health goal without like the goal of like losing weight or getting to, into shape but I will say like I feel a lot stronger like since I've started yeah. um I will say I've been off like this whole last two weeks because I hurt my arm and then I got my booster so like my left arm has just been out of commission for like a week (laughs) yeah but other than that it's just been so good so yeah definitely my yoga how do you practice so like who do you use like YouTube or do you have a special app or what do you do so I did my 30-day yoga journey with like yoga with Adrian on YouTube she's good Um, yeah, and then I would basically just like make my own playlist on like Yoga with Adrian and um, what is her name? Something. It's like Alexandria, like Elizabeth Ariana. What is her name? Let me find it. Um, yeah, her name is Ariana, and I think on her YouTube it's like Bright Salted Yoga. She's um, also good. Yeah, I follow her on Instagram, and yeah, yeah her videos too. are so good. It's also nice to have, like, a Black yoga instructor. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, so I've been doing that. Um, I will say, like, I'm at the point where I think, because I know, like, a bit of the things, I can, like, when I feel like I don't want to, like, do a video, I'll, like, just do something on my own. And I think that was a big part of it as well, like, being able to, like, step away from videos and being able to, like, make my own practice. Um, but, yeah, that's what I've been doing um a little mixture of that so it's been good I also did like um aloe yoga like their classes for a bit when I had like the membership but I'm not paying for that it's too expensive expensive. um so yeah just like YouTube honestly cool well congratulations that's amazing thanks I'm proud of you um okay then I'll show one of my other highs I I guess my second one was being home in the summer. Um, I was really happy to go back home and see friends and family. Honestly, I don't even remember. Celine, did I even see you? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I I could. I honestly couldn't really think of another high for last year. So, um, (laughs) just like being home. And I did a little internship and I went to go to Lutra and just relax and do nothing. Um, yeah, I felt very like stress-free. Yeah. That was nice. Well, my my second, my second high is also linked to my first low. So I don't know if I should go first or if I should let Celine go first. Okay, I'll so go I first. Could just kill the two yeah okay I'll go first um I had like one and a half well the the smaller one is just being able to read more because I really love reading and a lot of my time is taken up by like reading for class so I wanted to make more time to read books outside of my reading list so I think I set the goal of like 60 books um I read 65 so love that for me and I'm trying to like set a new goal of like 70 so I can like you know keep getting up there because like I don't know I love reading and I just realized I wasn't reading other than like what was assigned to me so it's nice to like make time to read my little books um yeah everyone's like oh how do you read so much I don't know 
<laughs> I yeah. don't know. I'm always shocked. <laughs> it's like a yeah, superpower that you have, honestly. Thanks. I agree. Thanks. Yeah. Also, my yeah, half, so, my, oh wait, no, sorry. Ahead. I was just gonna say my like half high was also because it's like not really the whole year. Um, but it was really nice being able to go home for Christmas early in November and like go to that wedding. Like my cousins got married. Um, it was so fun to see everyone together. Like we, like me and my family, like extended family, we haven't all been together for like over four years, maybe. So it was so nice to have everyone like in one space under one roof. It was very cute, very wholesome family time. And I love my family. So that was very important to me. Yeah, I can attach. It was very cute and very wholesome. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay, so mine would definitely, definitely, definitely be um, doing Miss Palmer's and, like, entering the pageant because that was something that I had dreamed of doing since I was, like, 13. Mm-hmm. Um, the experience itself, was let's just say a roller coaster and I guess Mm -hmm. ended with me not winning so that was like a low and during the process my grandmother also died so that was also a super duper low um Mm -hmm. so it's just really weird to I guess process and I've still been trying to process like I took the basically the end of the year off because I was like okay up until that point I had just been going and going and going quite literally from like 5.30 a.m. straight until like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night every single day uh-huh. for the entire, like up until October of 2021. And I was just like, okay, you need to process this and like chill. Yeah. Because I was it, like, it got to the point where I was almost functioning like a robot because I had so much stuff that I had to fit into my daily schedule um but yeah so the experience it was like uh but I'm very very happy that I did it and if I didn't do it I think that I would have regretted it for my entire life so yeah yeah it was actually really amazing like watching you like prepare and then your like campaign thing like it was very cool to see that um you should be like really proud of what you did it was amazing Mm -hmm. (laughs) thank you that means a lot yeah thank you you. I felt very inspired so I'm also and like I would when the pageant um aired the time difference was crazy and like I was like in an uber watching it on my phone via Facebook but I was like I need to see a little bit of it I was like very serious about it I was like everybody (laughs) shut up the pageant's on (laughs) (laughs) but like the production even the production like that they could have done better they really could have done better Yeah. Um, But one thing I will say is, though, I think their intent was to give a a world-class production. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, I can't really be held responsible because I think when you have ill intentions, they come out in mysterious ways. So I'm just going to leave it like that Mm -hmm. and say that I saw it and I could see the vision, but the execution was just no. So... You hate yeah. to see it. You hate to see it. <laughs> okay. Um, one of my lows is 
I, I think I started the year off in like not the best place in with the way I manage um, like my anxiety and it started to have like negative health consequences. Um, and I think I would, I struggled a bit like accepting that I needed help. Um, and for me, for like, I think how many years of month, how many months of last year, maybe like eight or nine, I was on some like medication to help me and it really did help. So I guess it was a low that turned into a, you know, a positive thing. Um, but I think that like initial struggle um, was a lot mm-hmm. and just like you know that knowing that something's wrong but like not wanting to do anything about it or just right. being like this this is not that deep like I'll be all right um, but no girl you're not all right um, so yeah but I fixed it and now I'm okay and now I'm not on them anymore and I'm actually doing really well yay so. yay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Selini. That's good to hear, Queen. Uh, <laughs> Milo, this is my COVID announcement. Um, you know, coming out as my as my haters, COVID. my haters want to keep me down, but I just unfortunately did not beat the COVID allegations. Uh, <laughs> I got COVID in um, like a while ago. It was in October, like the end of October, near Halloween. Uh, yeah, it got me. Uh, luckily, I am vaccinated. This is a PSA to get vaccinated. Um, hey. <laughs> luckily, I'm vaccinated. So, um, and I also didn't give it to anybody. Thank God. Like, I live with someone else, and I had been around people that week unknowingly. Didn't know I had COVID. Obviously, I wasn't a super spreader. Um, yeah. So I like let everybody know. Um, luckily, everyone came back negative around me. Um, so it's contained within my body. But yeah, I had COVID for like the ten. I will say this was a low because. My university, um, I hate that we're recording this on the university software and they're gonna have access to this probably, but um, wait, is it recording? Oh, it is, okay, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, they basically like, I had COVID in the middle of the semester and they were like, okay, report that you have COVID and then like no follow-up support, no like extension, like here's an extension granted, you know, leeway for assignments. Like I basically have to keep working the entire like 10 days that I had COVID and had to isolate, which meant that when I got out of it, I was exhausted. I had like really bad uh, brain fog to the point where like I had to get extensions. Um, I like went to the doctor because like I just could not focus. I was really tired. And basically like I was still recovering from COVID, but because I had to like keep working and didn't get any break from uni, um, my body was breaking down basically. Um, So like people are always like, yeah, but if you get COVID and it's like only for a week, but it's like, it has a lot of like long-term side effects. You just don't want fucking COVID. so yeah, that was definitely a low because, um, you know, me as a person, I attach a lot of my self-worth to my grades. So I went into a full-on panic when I wasn't able to like do my work on time, even though I was granted the extension and, and blah, blah, blah. I was just like really worried. So it was a whole thing. Uh, but, you know, got that grade back with my COVID brain. I still got a first. So hey. period. <laughs> Isn't it so annoying though? Because it's like, you made it so far. Like so far, almost did not get it and then got it. Exactly. And like to get it in Edinburgh just is a, like it hurts me. Like I don't, something about getting it in Edinburgh, I'm like, it doesn't sit right with my spirit. But you know, (laughs) it's fine. 
It's fine. Okay. What's your second low? Who, me? Yeah. Oh, I put them all in there, remember? Oh, you did. You did. Yeah, you did. like my life got fucked. My grandmother died. My lost <laughs> the end. So how are you doing now, Pettiche? Well, <laughs> it's so funny. Um, no, <laughs> my life is not funny, but that was funny. Um, yeah, generally I'm fine. Generally I'm fine. But so for the sake of my mental sanctity, I had to because I'm like a very, very pro like pageant fan and have been for such a long time. But I yeah. realized that the majority of people that I was following were like pageant pages or like current contestants and stuff. And I just had to like remove myself from that space because it was not helping. Right. Um, so I did that and it's generally good until something happens and then I have a little hissy fit. Usually it's my mom that brings it on. Because I think honestly, <laughs> like she's more heartbroken than I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, generally I'm fine. Yeah. Like I just I I took the last three months of the year last year, which is like super not my style at all. But I was just mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna do whatever I want and I'm not going to hold myself to any sort of strict standards no you don't have to have any morning routine whatever 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 you don't have to find the next thing you just need to kind of like live and enjoy right. your life and as long as you're enjoying your life then we can move on from there so I mean between that and then all the other exciting things that have been happening like moving into the house and then getting engaged and everything I think that has been good um I've been asked to be the legal advisor on a board for a teen pageant here okay. so that's really exciting yeah and something I'm definitely looking forward to and also looking forward to like collaborating p3 with that as well to like mm -hmm. give the girls some insight on like what we do so looking forward to that the million dollar question that I keep getting asked is kind of like well are you gonna do it again Mm -hmm. by again they would mean this year and like I just don't know if I'm emotionally like in a position to do that right because it just takes so much out of you and it's so much sacrifice and I'm just mm, I still haven't figured that out yet but what I did promise myself was like all of my goals that I'm kind of like setting up for this year and the things that I want to accomplish I'm going to do and just by virtue of like who I am and the things my interests and stuff they kind of align with what I would need to be doing to prepare for a pageant so I just kind of said well if the time is right if the people are right and if I'm in the right mental and emotional space to do it and the opportunity comes then I would otherwise I gotta win the plan in 2023 and yeah. <laughs> yeah exciting stuff yeah yeah you gotta put you first exactly but I think, does your work um, allow you to work remotely they do huh. they do but mm -hmm. um it, my let's just say my boss likes my attention he's very happy when I have less things on my on my plate in the background <laughs> 
and um, he makes that quite known. Mm-hmm. In his defense, in his defense, I do get rewarded quite well for my dedication to the cause. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, me as a person, like law was never like a passion of mine. It's just something that I happened to do because like all the things that I was good at kind of like led me there. And my mom is like, well, if you can make it make sense, then this is what you do it. So that's how I ended up there. So like for the entirety of my life, I've always been like the person who's been involved in a bunch of extracurricular activities and stuff and just kind of use those to fuel my excitement and stuff and then get really serious when it comes to work. So yeah. But I think um I was gonna say in relation to my grandmother dying she was like the last of my grandparents who was still alive on my dad's side both of his parents died well his dad died before I was born and his mom died when I was like super young so I have no memory of her and my grandfather died when I was like in middle school so before we broke for Christmas leave I guess my boss said well you know I'm not worried about you with COVID but like you should be very careful because you may be around some people and you know you don't they may be immune compromised or older or whatever and I said you know what the good thing is all the old people I know are dead so (laughs) at least that's one good way (laughs) that's just one good way to look at it I hate it here So like I, I tried to find the positive out of it because I was yeah. like, you cannot be kidding. Like <laughs> this cannot be happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean that that was a time, but such is life. And um she my grandmother had Alzheimer's for quite a long time before she died. Mm-hmm. So I mean at that point when the person can't really interact and doesn't really know what's happening at the time it's like you probably just want them to stay with you out of like selfish reasons but like quality of life wise it's probably better for her so yeah yeah but thanks for asking first queen (laughs) (laughs) well i'm happy that you're doing well and I hope this year is full of positivity and, you know, good things. Yeah. Thank you. Likewise, Bye. likewise. We can't right. nice slay. Okay. I gotta, I gotta cut out all the slays. <laughs> no slays. <laughs> no slays. Um, should, we, should we share another one, Celine? Or... I don't have any don't more lows. Mine was just COVID. Because, like, I guess mine was two yeah, in was... one. That breakdown. So, you know. I'll just pretend like I don't have one. What's your no? Do your last one. Okay, jeez. Right. Um, <laughs> um, I guess my second and last low is kind of just a general thing, but you know these growing pains that you kind of experience with like fi- finding yourself and trying to figure out who you are and like what you want from life and relationships and that kind of thing. Um, I think just changes sometimes can be difficult to like accept or um 
you know, sometimes things are difficult. Um, or like when you know maybe there's a positive outcome, but like the process to get into that um, is difficult. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Growing. Very vague. <laughs> Very Don't vague. Don't worry about it. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> She's like, you know, like, things everything are... you can experience in your 20s. You know when like things are bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, things aren't great. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's <laughs> pocket full of sunshine hair. <laughs> yeah, like that is. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll talk about this later. But the twenties are something else. It's, oh, it's, a lot, it's a lot going on. We'll talk about yeah, this bro. in part three. But <laughs> it's only been one and a half years, and I'm tired. Yeah, going on twenty two. Uh, it's rough out here. I like. We'll talk about it later, but. The hangover I literally hit when I started, when I turned 21, like I started getting hangovers. I'm like, what's that about? Damn. Wait yeah. till you can't weekday drink anymore. <laughs> because the morning after it's just so... Girl, <laughs> it's I, can't even dr- I can't even drink anymore, period. I'm pretty sure I have an alcohol allergy. No, girl, we like, no, like, for real. I think I drank too much from 17 to 19 and then now my body's like no don't do that don't, don't try it. and now <laughs> give me that <laughs> okay so those are our uh 2021 highs and lows should we do we have any conclusions like mm. i feel like one conclusion maybe is that we gotta put ourselves first you know yeah put yourself something that i gotta I, put I me first 2021 mm-hmm. yeah yeah do for you i'd agree with that yeah like i gotta be happy and enjoy my life as you said i was about to get that as a tattoo actually when i was in ghana but i didn't what maybe i should i was gonna get enjoy your life because one of the one of the staff members on our program actually this was kind of sad like he passed away like while we were on the program just randomly and that was something that he said a lot he'd be like you gotta enjoy your life enjoy your life enjoy your life so i was gonna get that like and also, I just agree with that philosophy. Like, at the end enjoy of the day, life. you got to enjoy your life. Yeah. So maybe I will get it, actually. Um, I think that'd be cute. Yeah. That's actually a good segue until... Oh, also, on the to- this is so off topic, but earlier we were talking about, like, words that we didn't know were pronounced the way that they are, and segue is one of them. I was like, what the hell is that word? I hate Seg-u. the way that word is spelled. Thank you. so ugly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. It's awful. Anyway, that's a good segue um, to our 2022 intentions because basically, at least you want to explain why you say intentions and practices instead of like resolutions. Yeah. That remember, was my idea. Yeah. Remember when you, we did the la- episode last year? Oh, I think I saw, so- I think I got that from the internet. I think I saw somebody. Not a thief. Yeah, so sorry. <laughs> I, I haven't had an original thought in like three years. But oh, same. Like... To be fair, I don't think anybody has ever had an original thought in the last hundred years. So exactly. you could. We're all just vibing. I think saying, um, setting intentions or practices just kind of relieves you of that like pressure um, of having like a goal. Because I think, I, I don't know, I think, 
saying that you have a goal is like, or at least for me, I know if I say I have a goal, I feel like if I don't achieve this thing that I've somehow like failed or I, I'm not really thinking about like the process of like, you know, ex- of achieving this goal and like what I've gained on that process or on that journey, I'm, ra- I'm focused on like this end result right. um, and like what, what that's, what that's done for me. Um, but I guess a practice or an intention is just like, you know, I want to put more intention into doing a thing or being being this kind of person or, you know, putting this thing first in my life, such as mental health or physical health or whatever. Um, yeah. But one of y'all mm-hmm. should go first with your intentions because honestly, I don't have any. Oh, like I right. kind of do. No intentions, just vibing. Literally. <laughs> well, Okay, so I don't know, like the Capricorn in me takes this kind of thing very seriously, right? And in the past, I'm the person who's like, okay, you need to start this planning from December so that we have our shit together so that when January comes, it's like boom, boom, boom. And I got COVID at Christmas and it's like the symptoms really hit on my birthday. And so... I basically haven't started the year yet. As a matter of fact, this is like my first year of my first week of like 2022. So I've been like floating around and planning and doing all of these things that are like what I would call superficial because there's little to any action like actually put into the stuff. But I kind of frame all of it. And it kind of comes from this person that I um Nicholas would probably say I'm obsessed with but her name is Mimi Bouchard and she does a podcast but she also has this app called Superhuman and it's like a meditation app but like not just a normal meditation app because they they are more like I mean some are affirmations but the music for one like the quality of the music is incredible but I think the thing that sets her up apart from like most of these meditation apps is like they're different types so like she'll have one for like walking or running cooking then the normal seated one just like random chilling ones that you can like listen to when you're doing schoolwork or whatever and they range in time too so you can find some that are like two minutes and then the others that can go on for like 45 minutes for example so that's quite good but she basically says I don't know why I said all of that because homegirl is not sponsoring me but that aside <laughs> I mean sponsor the podcast babes yeah. <laughs> that aside she says you should kind of frame your year with a theme and the theme mm-hmm. will kind of indicate your follow down steps of what you're going to do in each of your respective areas of your life right so this year my theme is basically progression and finance I think last year I focused a lot on like my health and that range physical mental emotional like everything but this year I mean this is the first year that I've actually ever felt like a real adult and just got bills and just is trying to progress in society (laughs) so like I, I don't know how it is for you guys but for me Like, I've never really, like, I've been comfortable with money, but, like, I've never really thought too much about it. Like, I've been able to say, okay, 
I need something, I'm going to find a solution for it. If my parents can't do it, then I'll get a job or I'll get a scholarship or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. But that was just like a level of comfort. Now I'm trying to say, okay, how am I going to put money in savings? How am I going to invest money? How am I going to have money for nice things that I enjoy? So that's kind of like my goal and trying to like plan out that and how I can do it in each area of my life more or less mm-hmm. obviously I'm still working on like the other things like relationships health mental health for sure um but I feel like I've kind of not mastered but gotten a hold on those to some degree so if I yeah. fall off like with my exercise habits for example I know that's because I'm just being fucking lazy but not because I don't know what to do yeah. whereas like with finances and like building wealth I don't know how to do that personally so that's something that I want to work on this year right yeah cool um well I feel like as a Capricorn I'm very similar like I'm such a goal-oriented person um I set goals honestly as a person like I have a lot of even though I have imposter syndrome I do have a lot of um confidence in the things that I'm able to do and like get done um so when I set goals I'm like it's gonna be done or else (laughs) which is probably not the best way to go about it but you know it's fine (laughs) it's fine I guess it's (laughs) done are you okay with it it's like is it unhealthy maybe but no I I'm not that hard on myself anymore I will say I've gotten a lot better uh with myself uh, but I think this like my theme or like affirmation for the year or like every month I'll be like new month new blessings grateful in advance um, so like the theme is like new year new blessings grateful in advance because I'm open to receive all the blessings that come my way this year um, so period <laughs> but um one of my things that I would like to do more or like practice more is like saying yes because I think during the pandemic my um my ability to socialize or like my will to socialize definitely decreased because I was like I don't want COVID you know not trying to get COVID uh but you know as everyone has like been taking like the safety precautions and university is like resumed back to normal you kind of have to interact with people like regardless because I have to go into campus um so I'd like to say yes more to hang out with my friends you know safely whatever um but yeah just being able to say yes more because then I can meet new people um opens up like new opportunities to do things that I probably wouldn't do if I said no so that is what I'd like to do this year I really struggle with that one though because so I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. When I was in university, the group of friends that I had at the time basically said, okay, we're going to walk from Canterbury to Whitstable, which, I mean, doesn't mean anything to you if you don't live in England, but they're like, That's far. Yeah. they're like neighboring, neighboring towns mm-hmm. in, in England that you could probably get to in half an hour by bus, but this route that they wanted us to take, and, and, and I would like to paraphrase this by the fact that I grew up in a traditional Bahamian household Very where nice. you don't walk, no will. You don't walk, <laughs> any, especially at night. 
Okay. No, yeah, no. Actually, yeah. And this walk, this walk, right? The way it's set up, if we if we left at 12 a.m., we were gonna get there at sunrise. No. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I was like, this sounds fucking terrible. Like, yeah. why, why, why would I do this? Like, this sounds like torture. There are so many things that could go wrong. We go mm-hmm. into these people's like farmland, and I was like, they probably could shoot us. Literally, it could be a fox. I don't know what's gonna happen. (laughs) (laughs) The countryside of England, like you don't know what's gonna happen in there. I, I, and my mommy, she told me, Hey, don't, don't, don't mess with that. Like, Mm -hmm. do not do anything that's going to jeopardize your safety and make you a statistic. I'm not interested. Anyway, okay, let me just, let me just like, because if I don't, I probably would be like, everybody would be like, okay, yeah, it's so fun. We had such a good time. And you just feel like Mm -hmm. FOMO, right? Right. So I did it. And to this day, that's probably the best experience that I have from university there. Yeah. But on other occasions, like my introvert, as I got older, I think I became much more introverted than I used to be like especially as a teenager mm-hmm. and now I'm just like mm, is it really worth it because like yeah. I like my house like and I'm comfortable with <laughs> the things that I like are here and it's warm and I have access to everything I need so am I really gonna go so like I, yeah. I really struggle I really really struggle with that it's hard but I like no, it's hard because you have to say like yes within reason though because like I think moving to Edinburgh has made me a lot more of an extroverted person like I think I always was kind of but like since moving definitely because I have to make new friends and stuff um so I actually love like being out of the house and like spending time with people I will say I'd be tired <laughs> at the end but like after I'm like oh but that was fun though so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I like that feeling of like when you are and hesitant about saying yes to something and then it works out in the end I really like that. yeah 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 I think one of my intentions for this year is kind of similar to saying yes um so I guess like like saying yes to things and also um in saying yes to things like showing up as my like authentic self is -hmm. something that I want to like practice this year because I feel like um I noticed when I was in Ghana that I felt I felt like myself in a way that I haven't felt since I came to school like here and I think it's for a different reason for different reasons I think the biggest thing is probably just like being away from America something about being here is just like disgusting Mm. like I don't feel like (laughs) I can't I can't talk properly like everything my brain is just different um Mm -hmm. so I realized coming back that I have this fear of like interacting with a lot of people here because I have this expectation that I I like them because I'm just like I don't know like y'all American people like I just Mm -hmm. don't feel like I can be myself I have to code switch y'all don't really give a shit about where I come from or how how I'm like I am different from you and that's okay and it's just not like the same but I think that fear that I have of like 
or having this idea that I'm not gonna like them has like mm-hmm. limited me from like meeting people and interacting with people and then like when I do I just kind of hide like five layers of my personality because I'm like this right. is not even this is not worth it like I I, I already know I'm gonna like you so like you you could just get like the micro dose of Alicia but <laughs> now I'm like okay at least I could try you know like yeah. at least give them the opportunity I maybe this is a bad way to say it but like give people the opportunity to disappoint you you know what I mean like yes no like, that, that makes just, sense yeah right like I gotta just be myself and who like me like who 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 is meant to like me and be in my life like it'll work out if it's supposed to and yeah. like I can't force anything but the mm-hmm. least I can do is like respect myself enough to like be be myself and if I don't like you like that's okay but at least I yeah. tried and like you know so I'm trying to just work on not going into new situations with like this anxiety about like oh dang understand the way I talk and I have to explain myself and like I'm just gonna feel so alienated which a lot of the time I do but that's not my fault also like I can't take that on like nothing is wrong with me um and I realized that also being in Ghana like because being here I feel like I have some kind of problem like I don't want to be around anybody so then I'm like damn like what's wrong with me but <laughs> I went to Ghana and I was just I felt back to normal like I yeah yeah, I know I'm able to socialize I'm able to make friends and when it's when it's meant to work out it works out and I made really good friends and so now I'm like okay I know nothing wrong with me I know there's definitely a lot of (laughs) cultural difference here but you know yeah least I can do is try rather than isolate myself and then I feel like lonely so you know either way it's a win-win because I'm I feel like I'm also kind of restoring some like confidence in myself and that, how know. much longer do you have there one year and I'm going abroad okay. next term again so okay. I'm not going to be on campus and then I just have my senior year and then I'm done so okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, oh yeah I think that's my biggest like in- for this year just to be myself mm-hmm. I, I realized that in my whole long self-obsessed blurb I didn't actually answer your question which was what was my <laughs> intention <laughs> <laughs> Myself, I guess, Mimi Bouchard, obsessed blurb. But um, I I guess mine is to, with all of that in mind, kind of remain in what, well, Joe Dispenza calls it the sweet spot, right? And that's kind Mm -hmm. of a place where you remain intentionally grateful for everything that you have in your life right now and like the things that you're doing while actively trying to I guess go after the things that you want and manifest the things that you want so I'm trying to like do a little bit of both and in terms of those practices I guess that kind of just has to do with well morning routine is a bit I think a bit too strict obviously there are some things that you kind of know you need to do every day to Mm -hmm. keep up with the things you want but like if you don't not to beat yourself up too hard about it because I think that you can kind of like fall down that rabbit hole and if you do then you just kind of forget about it you think your shit and then you just say okay well this isn't working whereas like yeah if you need some time to kind of just like 
freestyles or whatever you want to do or what like intuitively is making you happy in the moment then you jump back on to the things that you need to do then I think that's cool so that's what I'm trying to do this year um so usually I would have like a really rigid regimented morning routine with like working out every single morning and like having to get my meditation in before I go to work and all kind of shit and I'm just like <laughs> that's not gonna work yeah like this week one morning I woke up at eight o'clock which I haven't done in a very very long time and I was like yeah what time you wake up? This? six but you should talk like y- y'all found me weird maybe up maybe sending morning text 4 a.m good morning fam morning family like <laughs> makes it sound like you want to wake up at six o'clock like up until he got covid you want to wake up at six o'clock why are you waking up so late i'm like I like what is their problem no like when do y'all sleep it's too much like i've only recently <laughs> become a morning person but like that's not even by choice why did you become a morning person um because I have class on like once a week I have class at like nine o'clock um and in order to do all of my morning things I need to at least wake up at 7 30 yeah to be out of the house by 8 30 without feeling like rushed uh yeah. and how if I don't wake up that like close to that time for the entire week then I can't wake up on Wednesday um mm. so which, well, I, I mean, I guess maybe it's, it's nice though because yeah. I get to watch the sunrise that's what I was gonna say at like 8 20 or something like that so it's actually kind of nice to be up for that and like make my little oatmeal and my little tea and then go to class yeah I mean I, I think breaking up 30 out minutes before my class bro oh, you God. do yeah, girl it's bad yeah because why why should I be up <laughs> you don't but eat all- breakfast sometimes but also I feel like I, I can see the merit in waking up early, but something about having to get up out of my bed, like, not, I don't want to, but I feel like I should force myself to, like, I told myself, okay, I'm going to at least try and wake up every day at 8.30, like, because isn't it like, if you wake up consistent, that's early. Oh my God. 8.30 I- is so early <laughs> for me. My earliest class is like 10 o'clock so and I have cello Good. on one day at eight so then I wake up at seven thirty. but mm. isn't it that if you wake up like consistently every day <laughs> then like isn't that beneficial somehow it's better for your sleep cycle mm-hmm. um, yeah so it, it's good to kind of have a consistent sleep cycle so that your body yeah. knows when to like start activating the melatonin and doing all that other stuff to make sure that you get like a productive sleep but yeah. I don't think you need to care about that for another five years. So it's, just, mean, it's well, hard yeah. also because like on the weekends, I like to like hang out and stuff. So like the fact that I have to go back to my, it's like when we were in high school and having to wake up at like fucking six o'clock or I had to wake up at six o'clock because I lived out West. Me too. Me too. Uh-huh. No, it was Me very, too. it felt, it didn't say right with my spirit. Like <laughs> it was sick. I had to wake up that early. I will say, like, it got to the point where, like, when I was driving myself to school, I was only, like, really early because I used to take the bus. I had to be ready for a certain time. But when I started driving myself, school started at 8.20. I used to be turning my key into ignition at, at like, 7.50. <laughs> I'd be like, you know, when I get there, I get there. 
Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think the sun rises here at, like, 7 o'clock. So mm-hmm. 6.30 is, like, a good time, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, if I have training in the morning, then I'm, like, okay, it's fine, 6. But mm-hmm. somewhere between there, I think that's good. Anytime after 7.30, I just, I start cursing myself out. I'm, like, girl. <laughs> you need to get your shit together like who, who what is going on here i don't mind it on the weekend so much but like weekdays i'm like no because <laughs> wow. i like the thing is for me i know i need to have eight hours this week mm-hmm. and i know that the latest i probably go to bed is 11 30 on a weekday yeah oh that's me too no i see that's that's why i wake up at 10 o'clock because i also need eight hours but some nights i go to bed one o'clock some nights i go to bed two o'clock so why should i wake up at 8 a.m if i go to bed at 1 30 well that's fair see that's fair there's a method oh (laughs) perhaps you should go to bed earlier well i can't because I like I have dinner like my flat we have like a routine so like we usually have dinner on like six um like 7 30 the latest mm-hmm. and then we'll watch something in the living room and then we usually like all part ways unless we're like talking about something like really intense we usually all part ways by like nine and then like I'm in bed by 10 30. Wow. <laughs> that's nice yeah that's perfect yeah wow but I I think I used to be like you from like 19 to 21 where I was just like no like I work better in the night so Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna stay up and then whenever I wake up it's fine um again I owe a lot of my this is probably like one of the best habits that I did get from Nick because because he wakes up so flipping early I was just (laughs) like I cannot do this and when I was younger, I would like curse people out for waking me up because I cannot go back to sleep after yeah. you wake me up. It's like, what are you doing? It's going to take me another two hours and then the day is just like ruined. So this is just not working out. And I think progressively with that and then kind of starting work and doing everything, I was just like, okay, fine. Let's bring this into 10 o'clock, 10.30 sleeping time and then wake up. What I cannot do is that 5 a.m. stuff. Yeah. That's my flat work. She has gym sometimes at 7 30. So she used to wake up um, for that. And I'm like, I can't. Do I don't that. think like, I could ever do that in my life. Because also, I can't like work out without eating because I will literally pass out. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, anything, because I'm also like anemic, anemic queen. Like, anemic when I stand up, <laughs> when I stand up, I'd be lightheaded. I'm like, what's this? So I, can, I have to. <laughs> before I work out otherwise it's <laughs> over for me mm-hmm. true so well Petisha you already touched on like um that I guess I don't know I think I'm I, don't, I hope I'm paraphrasing correctly the lawyer bit like, yeah like that uh, yeah. Talking about my job. yeah yeah <laughs> um so I guess we just wanted to talk more about that and like but I don't know. I feel like maybe I was misled or I had a wrong intention because I was like, in my mind, I was like, yes, Pedersen always knew she wanted to be a lawyer. Like, this was like life dream. Like she been I, don't know, okay. I don't know why I made okay. that up. I no. literally made that up. So. No, 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 no. You didn't make it up. But I think that there's a distinction between the two. Like, I think I always knew that I was going to be a lawyer. 
but my hope from like high school straight up through university was that like I would find something else that I was so passionate about that I would just be like okay I'm not gonna go to bar school I'm gonna do this instead and that never happened I don't know why like there are other things that I'm interested in um but none that like sufficiently cued me to say take this path instead so like now that I'm like fully qualified and I guess stable I'm trying to explore different things that I may be interested in like starting a business about something that I really like you know like that kind of thing um p3 again is another means for me to do that because I'm like that that's just kind of how my life is the same way p3 is structured with all those different facets I think all of those things are important and I don't think I like any one above the next one so it's very difficult for me and was difficult for me to say okay if I didn't become an attorney what would I have done and then fill in the blank and give a job description that is like avidly available if that makes sense so I'm just kind of riding the wave until I I guess end up where I'm eventually meant to be um but I think for anybody who is interested in like humanities and stuff like that having a law background it can never not be beneficial it'll be a pain in the ass and you may end up with some mental health problems as a result but (laughs) you know like it's all like it's a safe thing to do it's like if you're interested in business and finance but you don't know what so you get like a degree in economics kind of thing you know Mm. um so yeah and when it comes to like legal practice I'm a civil slash commercial attorney and I think that's where it's like majorly different because what they teach you in law school is completely different from like the things that you have to do on a daily basis because in law school you're just learning theory and reading basically um so your job is completely different and I don't think that I've been working for long enough to say okay I really really like that and that's what I want to do for the rest of my life so Mm. I guess I just have to like ride it out and see where it goes Mm. I wish I wish there was like sorry go ahead Oh, no, no, you finish, you finish. I was, I was just going to say, like, I wish um, there was something else. Like, I wish I could have said, I want to be an architect or I want to be an interior designer or I want to be a doctor or a nutritionist or something like that that had, like, a core job title and something you could actively work towards. Because if I did, like, I probably would have done that instead, but I just don't. And I think it's quite weird because for a lot of people in their 20s now, I think that's starting to become a trend. Like, you know, you have all of these skills and you know, you have all of these interests, but you may not necessarily want to fall into a streamlined kind of role as it is now. That's interesting. Because also I find like, uh, since I'm at this point where, um, not that I'm going into like, the job pool or whatever it's called but I'm applying for post-grad um I think all of my like a lot of people in my family are like still for some reason holding out that I'm gonna like go do law um after this degree and I'm like (laughs) 
I, it's not happening. I, they have to, ex- I think they need to accept the fact that, well, one, I've also accepted the fact that I've decided that I want to like go into academia. So she'd be an academic, not a lawyer. Um, yeah. And I think when I realized that, because I also kind of just in the back of my head, I was like, okay, if I don't figure out what I'm going to do, I'll just like go to law school, <laughs> which I'm like, it's such a like blase thing to be like, yeah, I'll just go to law school. Like that's really easy. But, but strangely yeah. enough, like a lot of people think that way. Yeah. And like, I think your family is probably thinking the same way my mom was. And I think the fact that my father died when I was so young really strongly influenced this opinion in her for sure, because mm-hmm. her position was you need to make sure that you get into a career where you will be able to take your care of yourself regardless of whether I'm here, regardless of what relationship you're in, I don't care. Like you need to be able to take care of yourself. And if you find something like that, I mean, I would love for you to follow in my footsteps and become a lawyer. But if you find something else that I could understand, then go do that. And I couldn't. So I was like, okay, like I get that because I want that for me too, right? Um, But at the same time, I don't know, like you still have to be, I guess, to some extent passionate about what you're doing. The good thing for me is that I just love learning. And I guess that's one thing that being an attorney allows you to do because every day you're absorbing new information. You naturally have to learn new things or put them together in a different way and problem solve and stuff like that. So like it allows you to do that. The subject matter is a different story, but at least like some of the skills and the things that I enjoy and I'm good at, I get to do. Right. So, yeah. But I think you would be a great academic. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I love learning. Like if I could stay in the university system and I just had the endless money to, you know, do that, I would. Um, So I'm happy that I've like, because I honestly like, when I first moved to uni, like I took such a pivot from like doing business to doing English Lit and History. And that had me spinning for quite some time because I was like, I definitely made the wrong choice. What am I gonna do with this degree? And then you have everyone else feeding into me like, oh, like, what are you gonna do with this? Like, what are you gonna do with English Lit? What are you gonna do with history? You have to go do law if you're gonna do that. Um, so it's good to know what I wanna do now because now I can firmly tell people what I'm gonna do. Um, so yeah. It feels good to know what, not my purpose, but like, I guess what I'm passionate about because I am passionate about history and Bahamian history. So it's good that I get to do that. But I think, I think it's interesting that you said that because especially from like at your age now and just kind of like finishing university and deciding what the next step is. I remember, and that was kind of an influence of, for P3 as well, because I just used to like, freak myself out in these existential crises and I was like oh my god what the fuck am I doing with my life right now like I am not fully happy I am not enjoying this this is and this is leading into a path where if I don't stop or find something that I'm enjoying or find enjoyment in this like I'm gonna be miserable for the rest of my life right and I was just like and it would come like continuously happening happen um especially because the school that I went to in the UK, like, it's a really, really good school, but, like, that was my safety choice. Like, I did not want to go there. I wanted to live in London, so I was, like, in a place that I didn't want to be in, 
studying stuff that like it was cool but it wasn't like I was going to to lectures and like overjoyed and like completely interested I was just like okay assignment cool da, 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 knock it out first yes okay this is great keep <laughs> yeah. going like and kind of riding uh achievement high kind of thing as opposed to being I guess intrinsically fulfilled with what I was doing mm-hmm. so it's weird it's really it's really weird and I think then you have to try to like find all right so if that's what you're doing, like this is a means to an end, but what else? Like what else are you doing? And what are the things that you're actually going to find enjoyment in? And some of them you use to make money. Others you use for pure enjoyment. So yeah, that's where I am now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. Uh... I've also had this like similar experience of not really wanting to be where I am and then like yeah because this I also ended up in a safety school and at first I was gonna major in econ and like women and gender studies because I was like okay I know I'm definitely more interested in women's and gender studies and like this like humanities social sciences area but you know I gotta make money and I gotta make sure I can like secure a job after college so I need to do econ right and then I ended up taking econ classes and I was like what the fuck like I, I hate this <laughs> I'm, I, I can't do this right now and then I took like yeah. the first so at like an intro to anthropology intro to anthropology and I was like yep like I don't know what it is about this but I am actually like enjoying reading what I have to read like the yes it is a lot of work but it's I I'm not hating it so that's signaling something to me right and then like I realized that even in accepting like this is what I want to major in and this is what I want to do like and I do have a lot of uncertainty about what I'm going to do in the future like what am I going to do with this degree kind of question but I I rather go through with it and like figure it out and at least be passionate about like what I'm reading and like what what I'm learning and like the background and experience that I've gained with this, this degree and rather than like have an econ degree for the sake of having an econ degree and like working a job that I like fucking hate um yeah, yeah. From, from money like why should I shape my whole life around this prospect of money right like because I actually believe like if you really love not that I have any experience with this but like I feel like if you really love something like you can make it work you know like right now I I agree with that I've I feel and I feel like I've just been realizing this in the past few months but I feel like I'm realizing like what I want to do and it's also this more like academic route and so I want to like I want to figure out like how to merge different like passions into this like academic route and then I feel like also academia is just like for me at least difficult to accept that that's what I want to do because I don't see a lot of people doing it like in the Bahamas I don't think it's very valued as like a fee like a field like or at least for anthropologists we don't have a lot of Bahamian anthropologists like doing work or mm-hmm. it's not appreciated so it's like yeah what and what am I doing this for because but I know at the end of the day like 
I'll do it for me. Like, I don't need to, even if it's one person reading my work or like, that's enough. I yeah. Guess. Remind me, yeah. remind me to put you in contact with um, a former UW here. Ha <laughs> um, <laughs> Her name is Tara, um, Tara Padmore. She's from Barbados. And mm-hmm. she studied anthropology. I can't remember where, um, but she did her master's at LSE. And then she um, she actually started working for the UN Women's Unit for the Caribbean. And she mm-hmm. was like writing and doing stuff there for a bit. So mm-hmm. I'll put you in contact with her because she may be a good person to kind of just like bounce ideas off of. But yeah. I agree with you because I mean, for sure, for sure. The thing that you're going to spend the most time with, like you should be passionate about it or have some sort of focus to some degree with it, right? So, I mean, yeah, I, I totally agree. I think you definitely find ways to make it work. And especially now with everything kind of shifting and becoming digital, like it allows you to have some flexibility to do and kind of shape your own life really a lot more than it may have in the past. So, yeah. Because at this point, I'm like, I just have to trust that it will work out. Um, like, I can't really, you can't, especially now, you can't really plan, like, that far ahead into the future. So at least I can look at what I want to do come September, where I want to be, and then we'll figure out what happens after that. Um, yeah, I will say, it's like, really exciting to figure, kind of figure out what you want to do. Um, it also feels like I'm, feel, I'm, like, filling a niche. Like, there are a lot of historians um, but like the representation of Bahamian historians and like Bahamians in history um, yeah. and also just black women as historians like I've not had a I've not had a single black history teacher wow. I haven't had a single black lecture like at all not even a time. man no oh wow Girl. so like the fact that I don't see myself in this field it's a very like white male dominated fields um like I can tell like by the demographic of my classes so I think I am needed in the field (laughs) so I will put myself there so yeah yeah, it's very exciting Mm -hmm. that's what I'm telling myself and then I mean another thing too is right for us to even make anything comparable to like what our parents know is comfortable I think we've all kind of settled to the understanding that we have to have like multiple streams of income right so you might as well just be doing a bunch of things that you enjoy and are good at but like in different areas yeah so I will say it's kind of just wild also to just see people who are like maybe a couple of years older than us like building houses and stuff and I'm like am I like doing the wrong thing <laughs> like the where y'all even get this money from I'm sw- I swear like what they like, the bank was giving out money that I didn't know about wait, like, like <laughs> everyone's building it's the finance people it's the finance people I'm just like <sighs> make it make sense like y'all's work it, like do y'all go into a vortex and somehow like your five hours is 50 hours or Literally. like what we don't all have the same 24 hours like (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh that seems like a lot of stress though i'm uh, i i can't i'm not gonna speak 
home building into my life for like 15 years yeah that's too much I also don't see myself being very like grounded in the early parts of my life because honestly right now I'm kind of like reconfiguring my life to somehow move to Barbados um I say this jokingly but now I'm like very serious (laughs) literally road to Barbados because I somehow need to get there (laughs) yeah I just need to breathe her air. No, yeah. I feel like that would just that would improve my quality of life drastically. For real. I don't no, care. the air in Barbados is different. Like, like <laughs> I've been, but I know it. I, know I it. feel it. <laughs> my people from there, so you know, I just need to go reclaim my heritage, go get my little my Beijing passport, and we go. There you go. Yeah, Granny. Okay. okay and they have um and they have um a ue campus and don't they do history there i know i was genuinely thinking like i should go like teach at ue like mm-hmm. me too they have and they have an anthropology department well, let's go let's move to barbados okay. we can like take barbados <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah Pedro, it was really interesting um hearing about how you came into your own and how you came into your profession and I guess it's reassuring to hear that um, we don't always have to have everything figured out. And that's okay. Um, and I agree. Yeah. That's the takeaway. Thank you. Mm-hmm. There you go. Thank Manifesting you. a prosperous, a prosperous 2022. Hello. Yes. Full of abundance. Period. Yeah. Claiming it. <laughs> So to wrap up the episode, we wanted to bring back our music segment. It's been a um, minute. Yes, where we share like songs we've been listening to or any projects we're excited about for this year. Are we doing so three? Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. Three? three. Okay, okay, okay. Alicia, you go first then. Actually, no, guess first. Okay, um, mine are probably fairly basic. Um so I probably don't have to play them. Yeah. One is um, Take My Breath from The Weeknd's new album. That's the bomb. Oh, I haven't listened to his album. <gasps> is it? That I'm album scared. is so like... good. That okay. album is one of those albums where you have no problem listening to the entire thing. It's like, um, what was that? What was the album with more life and passion fruit and all of that? The tree cut. Um... I know what you mean, but I think... Was it not called More Life? Maybe. No. Oh. Let me look. That was a good up. Scorpion, Scorpion. No, it was More Life. It was More Life. Oh, well. (laughs) You had an album called More Life. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. That was a good album. I listened to the songs. That almost laughed. Drake album so long. What what possesses somebody to release an album with more than 20 songs? That's... (laughs) You boy, at that point. Hold on, but this is saying mine who also released an album with only three songs. So, that's true. Anyway, anyway, so, and then the next one is called Lazarus by Dave. And I'm going to butcher this, but it's just Bodge, I guess. B-O-J. And I really like the beat. You can rap slap sometimes. You can rap sometimes. 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 Sometimes most of the time, no. Yeah, sometimes. Most of the time, I'm like. (laughs) Hmm. My favorite UK rap song, UK rap was Idris Elba and Boasty. No, he ate that up. He ate. He ate. I needed the album. Yeah, that was was good. 
I was surprised. Also, I was hearing that the new Weekend album was not good. So I didn't like, like I was, it. I, you don't like it? I didn't like it. And I like the Weekend. So I honestly might need to give it another listen. But like, I like when it. I first listened through it, I was like, why is it giving? It like sounded, it has a lot, like obviously like it's a project. So they, it's a, it's a like, what's the word? Like they're so coherent. What he's trying to do is like, pretend or like reenact what people used to do when they used to like call into like a late night talk show is the wrong word but like a late yeah. night kind of radio station that was playing mm. love music or whatever so it the songs are like they sound like that right. but I liked it interesting I, I liked it I don't know, my friend was <laughs> my friend was saying it's like about his uh, like journey through purgatory and like that's how the songs progress that's very interesting. Oh, not Illuminati. <laughs> Listen, I live with a lot of lit and like sociologists and anthropologists. It's very serious stuff. <laughs> oh, interesting. I need more like drug influence the weekend music. So sorry. Oh, well, <laughs> you're not wrong. It is much better when you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, no, like it wasn't his early music. Like when he a lot of his early music wasn't he like on drugs he will never oh, yeah. top house of balloons yeah, that's to me what I, oh my God. Like, that's the vibe house of balloons like, listen to this day but also like alcohol drugs sexcapade kind of thing like it's mm-hmm. all intertwined mm. oh and the new album or, or no 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 well uh, to a minimal extent but I meant house of balloons oh yeah for yeah. sure mm-hmm. um Okay, and then this one isn't a new song, but it's one of my favorite songs, and it's a Frank Sinatra song um, that I've been listening to Sinatra. quite a lot. It's just Fly Me to the Moon. I oh, I love the song. Yeah. Okay, those were, I don't think those were basic. Yeah, those are pretty good. Deep cuts. <laughs> I try, I try. <laughs> and <laughs> um, okay, my first one I is a, is a Ghanaian song um i love it let me play a little bit it's called second sermon by black sharif go stream go stream and then my second song is is called be cool by the singer called looney i really like her um surprisingly she's white so whatever but like so (laughs) so whatever (laughs) and then my last song is by my my queen Yeba, I love her. I album. love like, her. Her album was one of the best like releases of twenty twenty one for me. Like top three. Her tiny um, desk was so good. Oh, oh, like a, they need to put that on Spotify. For real, that was so good. Um, so I don't know who y'all talking about. Ooh, Yeba. You know she Yeba? was on Drake. She was on Drake's album. She's featured on her album. Mm-hmm. His mm. album. <laughs> I but mean, before that, EBBA. Y E B B A, but pre Drake, she was mm-hmm. yeah, she was giving what she needed. She to has give. so many good songs. Yes. This is see, this is the play. This is why I miss this because we've been listening to good music. Um, people need to know. So I've been watching Ozark. New season is out, and at the end of one of the episodes, they played this Twenty One Savage song, and I was like, bitch. <laughs> they ate this up. Okay, so this is this is an old song actually from like twenty eighteen, I think. Um, Twenty One Savage. Wait, what's the name? What's the name? I'm about to say it, bitch. Okay. <laughs> okay, this a is lot. Twenty One Savage. <laughs> a lot. Um, yeah, I love that song. It's so good. 
Um, I don't really listen to Twin Towers. I need to put that on my money manifesting playlist. No, for real. 2022. (laughs) No, for real, though. Manifest. The next song. The theme of 2022 is a lot. A lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that that can have good and bad connotations, so I only want to cut. It was true. How many bodies you got? I was like, hello? That's like, what's the song? Knife, is it Knife Talk on Drake's album? Mm-hmm. I can listen to that and I'm like, not this. I'd be, I'd be walking to university and be like, gay shit, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and like, for what? <laughs> anyway, um, my next song, I'm having a hard time choosing. This one is Why I Love the Moon by Phony People. <gasps> I love that song! Yeah, I was watching Southside on HBO and it came on in one of the episodes and I was like, I love this song. Yeah. And, and they now, have, that album was really good. It is. Actually, recently, like, I went to a coffee shop and they, like, started playing this randomly and it was, like, really cold outside and it's such a vibe. Um, anyway, this is Coming In From The Cold um, by Bob Marley. Yeah. I like was, the backstory. Like, I like the connection. No, yeah. I know. It was such a good... I was like, am I a main character in a movie right now? It was kind of good. Yep. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, so y'all have a y'all have a playlist for the podcast on Spotify? Yeah, we do. Okay. So those are our songs for this week. And I think this is a good place to wrap it up. Thank you so much, Pedro. All right, so this is great. <laughs> <laughs> I love being here. Uh, thanks for coming. <laughs> it's been great we've been plotting to have you on for a while anyway so no actually you guys are doing amazing things and i'm super super happy to have been included in a young women-led initiative that is so freaking amazing i love you both i look up to both of you and i'm so happy that we have relationships Uh, in our own right Uh, love you too love you too (laughs) on that note thank you all for tuning in this week we'd love to keep the conversation going on our pages reply on twitter and comment on our recent instagram post with your practices and intentions for 2022 Make sure you follow us on our pages at Pod on Twitter and at Podcast on Instagram to stay updated when we post new episodes. And we will see you in two weeks. Happy New Year, I guess. Happy New Year! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wiggling! Bye.